After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about the good ones and the bad ones. And the ones where people say weird shit like this. Ooh, I was mighty disappointed that bear wrestling was left out of the Olympic Games. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. That was Joe Piscopo. Oh, I turned off your mic. Now you're on. Yeah, I see that in the show sheet. Uh, what What is that from? Apparently, Joe Piscopo did a whole bunch of um, Olympic commercials back in the 80s. They were like these 15-second, I want to say Miller Lite commercials. Oh, okay. And he would just play a bunch of different, like, characters. And the, and Miller Lite was a sponsor of the Olympics? Some beer company was. There, I, I man... I spent way too much time looking for drops today. I found tons of old beer <laughs> commercials related to the Olympics. There's some it's, Canadian company I know that's it's, like... I know we see every, you know, like beer advertising for, you know, in, associated with lots of other kinds of sporting events, but somehow the idea of associating with the Olympics feels very weird. Like somehow the Olympics are supposed to be too pure for that. Mm. Doesn't that seem like a weird... It's like the advertising cigarettes in the Olympics. I mean, I guess, although I don't know if these are like the official beer of the Olympics. Well, you're or not allowed like to that. say it unless it is. I mean, at least now you're not. You know, they'll come sue us right now for saying it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not sure. I've came, I came across tons like funny Bud Light commercials from the 80s and 90s. Um, there are all kinds of crazy uh, commercials that somehow try to link themselves yeah. to. We'll also, there were, we didn't have laws. Games. We didn't have laws in the 80s. So that is true. It was a very was different, a different time. time. Um, uh, so what are we going to talk about today? How about we talk about some of the commercials that are running, uh, during the Olympics right now, you and I, not huge Olympics people, although I will say, I'm going to confront you a little bit here. This is I've, not- been, I've seen you try to like stay up and watch, turn on the Olympics when I'm not around. You have or have not? I have. I know you're trying to watch them. <laughs> You're oh, excited. Talked, you're I confronted exci- you about this last week, yeah, didn't I? Well, this you, is a continuation. Well, it's a continuation of a conversation we've been having because we were walking, uh, I don't know, taking a walk the other day, and you said, I really like the Winter Olympics because, you know, people slide on things. Yeah, that's basically like winter versus summer. I would rather watch the games where people just slide down slidey things really, well, really fast. That's pretty much what they do. Yes, I mean, and, it's as an, and I will say to you now what I said to you then, which is, they are letting gravity do most of the work. Yes, and it's fun and it's exhilarating, but I don't get to watch the Olympics because we only have one television. <laughs> and uh, Genevieve is very anti-Olympics. So uh, I just did. I just went online. I went on the uh, great, great computer network called the Internet and uh, looked for some of the um, Olympics-related commercials that you and I are missing Okay. Uh, because I have partnered up with a monster uh also it's valentine's day <laughs> tomorrow valentine's day <laughs> uh, tomorrow is actually valentine's day so i put together a very special quiz for you that is related to valentine's day do you want me to tell you about it now no, or just surprise before me. we get to it i'm so excited um commercials in the news yeah you have a special article that you pulled i did i found an article in the new york times new york times so that's real news fake that's not like when I go to ad week and then I'm like, well, it's kind of news. It's news. It's already going to be news about commercials. <laughs> this was like in the national news. It's international news, International right? news even. Yes. Chile? 
Chile. Chile? Yeah. Um, I guess uh, looking at ways of trying to not market towards kids. Yeah, it's interesting. They've taken what I think to most American sensitivities would be a a draconian step, but I want to talk about it with you. All right, good. Yeah, and I actually have not read it because... I don't read the news because I'm a kid, uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Uh, first, though, let's get into this Olympics biz. This is not the official Olympics theme. This is the. You can uh, tell it's like kind of jank. Yeah, it's the uh, theme music from the Mario and Sonic Go to the Olympics video game. Mm-hmm. I like this one better. Is it, do they call it like going to the Olympics or something? <laughs> so they, they avoid that. No, I think it's called dreaded... Mario and Sonic Olympics. All right. I'm surprised if they can... Again, I'm always surprised if they can say Olympics. It seems like they should be able to use... Maybe they didn't pay the extra 100K for the music. Uh, yeah, and that's a John Williams uh, score too, right? The so Olympics is... John. The Olympics theme is a John Williams Who else is going to make joint. it? Joint. Um, all right. Let's see here. I don't Are they going to get Danny Elfman? <laughs> I'd li- would that get you to watch the Olympics if Danny Elfman did the theme? It wouldn't It wouldn't be a mark against it. And if they just added one more Batmobile? <laughs> Even one Batmobile would drastically improve the Olympics, what if in my opinion. one of the luges was all made up to look like the Batmobile? I, if the luges were sort of like done up like floats or, you know, or like yeah. bo- boxcar derbies. Yeah, see, we're getting closer. So, bo- so, bo- so box derbies, I should say. Yeah, we're getting closer. Yeah, well, no, but they, so well, the IOC has heart. not returned any of my letters. <laughs> okay. Ray, um, how to spice things up. So we don't love the Olympics. I've never been a huge Olympics person. Maybe I, I would the, be. You I've talked about them. this before. I yeah. hate the IOC. I think uh, that the Olympic Committee is terrible and corrupt. And it's basically like there's all this evidence that basically athletes are abused across the board. I read an article today about how anorexia is like rampant in male figure skaters. Mm. And like we just they treat their athletes horribly. I think it's bad for the sport. It's bad for the athletes. And then also... These are not real sports. So this is going to... Whoa. That's a weird sports radio hot take you threw in at the end there. Oh, I mean, I didn't come up with this. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying they're not real sports. Like, obviously, it takes a lot of ability and skill to do things like figure skating and, I guess, get in a sled. Um, but, like, you know, the, it's like we only... Like, the world only cares about these sports once every four years. I know there are communities that care about them all the time. And for a hot minute, everyone cared because of I, Tanya. But like, realistically, no one thinks about any of these sports. And definitely no one thinks about like the luge. Okay. Let's keep the rants for the Grapes of Rad. Sure. We are here to talk about commercials. And I was going to say, even though that, even though you and I... Yeah, you can hear the extended cut of my anti-Olympics <laughs> rap uh, Do you want me to, want me to edit that out, what you just said, and then add it to the end of the show? <laughs> It'll be like, if you're a yes. Slate uh, Plus listener, you get to listen to that part. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Do that. I will say that I might have a slightly uh, more open heart when it comes to Winter Olympics than you do, but I don't have more of an open heart for Olympic commercials. Mm -hmm. So we will make this quick because I think that a lot of Olympic commercials are just... I mean, you, we could write them. As a matter of fact, did we do this last year? I did my imitation of an Olympics commercial yeah. that rings a bell. Like, it's all just it's all just this kind of schlocky, 
overcoming obstacles yeah, to it's reach so the formulaic. pinnacle. It's so formulaic. And some of them are overly maudlin. More on that in a second. Here's one, though, that definitely has a different tone. It's actually for Xfinity. We are Xfinity customers. As you know, I love my Xfinity, and I love my Xfinity remote control that I can talk to in order to watch whatever I want on TV. However, this commercial for my beloved product and service uh i would put under the category of don't make that rap commercial olympics edition show me the olympic winter games like i've never seen before xfinity x1 yeah i always know the score metal count updates keep up with have the you heard this well i watched it yeah, always sticks to landing streaming live on every screen it's got sort of a you down with opp vibe to it a little bit the lyrics are um dumb Dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> what is the what is the musical term? Dumb as shit. Alpine freestyle. Dang, what's next? What? Amazing outfits, sequence, and spandex. You like curling? Daily highlights keep you up to date. Restart a live broadcast when you're running kind of late. Two thousand hours of coverage get your mind blown. Fifty Olympic channels. Yep, you're in the zone. And if there's something that you want to see, pick up that voice remote. Just say, show me. Whoa. That is not a good rap. I let the whole thing run just because I wanted to. All right. um, How about this? Uh, Comcast. Let's keep in the Comcast family here. Xfinity is kind of a branch, just kind of a rebranding of some services under Comcast. I'm sure it was some sort of dodge around uh, antitrust. You think so? I think I it was know. a rebranding thing. I, I because Comcast is so low. Yeah, and it happened about it worked. Mm, you love Xfinity five six you're years the, ago. You're the one man in America who loves his cable provider. I, I can't believe they aren't knocking on our door to get you to do some sort of testimony. I would love to get at me Comcast slash Xfinity. Um, here, I want to play this commercial for you. This is also a Comcast commercial, but has a very very different tone. It is a commercial called Represent the Flag, and it focuses on uh, one Olympian. He's actually a Paralympian named Rico Roman. We see him in a locker room. Um, I think... He's first talking about his service. Yeah, he's talking about his service to the, the military. country. Yeah, in, in the military. And then we see him in a locker room, um, and he's like kind of taking off his prosthetic leg. Life has a way of testing what you're made of. I was in my third tour in Iraq when my vehicle was hit by an IED. I looked down and I knew I was out of the fight. My first thought was about my guys. I didn't want them to come get me, but there's nothing I could tell them to not come rescue me because we're famous. As he's talking, now we start to see some of his uh, compatriots, I guess teammates, come into the locker room, and they're all in wheelchairs, and they're all getting ready to play... Um, sled hockey. Sled hockey. It's, the sled hockey's kind of cool. They're like on a single sort of blade, um, seated, because of course, you know, they are um, paraplegics, and they, you know, are out there just playing hockey and like celebrating, and he wins the gold, and they hold up the flag. Spoiler alert, he wins the gold. Um, I think it's an okay commercial. Once again, it's another sport that uh, has people sliding around. Another argument, I would say, for the Winter Olympics. Um, it's the slidiest. Here's the one thing I want to say, though, and I don't know if the, I don't, 
you saw my notes in here. I don't know if this is going to sound insensitive or controversial or not. I, I don't mean it to be. But one thing that I have noticed, um, even going back to the very first commercial of the Super Bowl, was a commercial looking ahead to the Paralympics. I believe it was a Toyota commercial, maybe, that focused on one Paralympian. I, I'm blanking on her yeah, name right um, now. Yeah, she was born with, um, I think, uh, her her legs were, like, didn't have feet and arms i think oh, and maybe yeah. and one arm or and she, one arm and she yeah. becomes a skier yeah um here here's my point with this these stories are obviously very inspiring in real life i understand why you would tell these stories and also these people have overcome incredible obstacles and so you know kind of giving them a spotlight is a great thing as well so i'm not saying this is necessarily a bad thing but i will say that the olympics any olympic related commercial wants to focus on overcoming adversity and they're trading as much on, as yeah. possible and so a lot of the commercials are for the paralympics not the olympics which is fine but it's so disproportionate to the amount of coverage of the paralympics yeah. you, and interest in the paralympics have you ever watched a paralympic event i have not no i'm not even allowed to watch the olympics the regular olympics the regular olympics um, if you want to watch a paralympic event i will lift my ban i will tell you this it reminds me a little bit of if you sorry now i'm just stuttering the amount that these commercials or the percentage of commercials that are kind of for the olympics but are really for the paralympics they want to underscore overcoming adversity yeah um is like if you were to watch um let's say the nba finals but 90 percent of the commercials were for the wnba like Good. I like the WNBA, but like who's watching just, the WNBA? You're, you're not, and they don't do that because yeah. that's not where their bread is buttered. And I sort of feel like I don't know. I feel it's a little cynical. I mean, hey, listen, I want these people to get attention and have a spotlight shined on them. They've overcome the hardest obstacle, so I understand why you do it. But it also does feel a little bit like, like you say, they're trading on yeah. their disability. Does it a seem bit. more this year than in years past? I wonder if maybe the Paralympics uh, or if the IOC in general, because their reputation is rightly in the garbage was like, you know what, we need to like highlight this part of the Olympics. The I mean the the Paralympics. We also haven't seen anything about the special I would think I would think if they were doing that you would also see special Olympians more. Oh yeah. Um, I but, wonder if there is there might not be a winter Special Olympics. I don't know. Oh, that's possible. Yeah, actually. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, that that was just something that struck me. I mean, so many of these commercials this year are about uh, are about that. So uh, well and good, but I think worth noting. You know, I think I'm going to skip this next one. Procter and Gamble has a new uh, commercial called "Thanks Mom" out. It is so maudlin. Yeah, it's, um, it's the most. But it, I actually it didn't even didn't even research this. I stumbled on this when I was looking around for other things today. Turns out... It's there is a of, winter Special Olympics. There is. Yeah. It's a it remake. It's kind of unfair. Like, why wouldn't you want winter sport people? This Procter & Gamble ad is a remake of, or maybe a nod to, one of Procter & Gamble's most famous commercials ever. It's on, like, all these lists of the most tear-jerky commercials of all time. And it was a 2012 Thank You Mama ad. Um, and I think that one... I could have these reversed. One of them focuses on, I think, mothers in America, and maybe this one this year focuses on mothers around the world, kind of getting their – just the, the daily grind of what moms have to do in many cases to get their kids out of bed, on the school bus, after-school activities, which then lead to them being good at sports, which then lead to the Olympic gold, of course. Uh, so maybe we can put that on the Facebook page if you want to watch it. Not worth playing here. I liked um, something about this commercial for milk 
you're actually kind of anti well you're pro milk but anti milk <laughs> industry right well i don't i'm sort of neutral on milk the milk industry the milk industrial complex um i drink a lot of milk as an adult which is puts me in a somewhat weird uh subculture what i thought was hilarious about this was their their tagline which is something like nine out of i'm sorry it's so funny to me nine out of ten olympians drank milk growing up guess what nine out of ten serial killers drank milk growing up everybody drank milk nine out growing of ten up podcasters yeah drank milk like growing up. literally and like, especially in the west like any any group of people that you want to break out like it's it, it is neither causative nor even correlative <laughs> well milk has a couple of ads with this freestyle skater i'm sorry freestyle skier uh maddie bowman she won the gold uh in 2014 on the half pipe and uh she's at the olympics again this year and um what i like about this is totally totally superficial i'm gonna play it and then i'll talk about it i'm sure you know what it is maddie you've been on your What I should say here is we see Maddie today practicing her freestyle skiing and it's intercut with old footage of her VHS footage of her as a little kid learning how to ski. And what we're hearing presumably is the sound of her mom, uh, maybe a voicemail that she left her. Nine out of ten U.S. Olympians grew up drinking milk. It's got natural protein and balanced nutrition to help your kids grow strong and milk life. At the very end, we see, uh, you know, modern mom and Maddie embracing, intercut with uh, shots of them when they were younger. Um, I like the voicemail. I believe it might be real. All right. Because it's not that great. It's not that great. <laughs> frankly. And I like the sound quality is really good. It reminds me of, um, oh my goodness, I can't well, believe it. There's the Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, the Larry Fitzgerald. It's blanking on his name. It's for Phoenix University or University of Phoenix. And he's kept this voicemail from his mom that he listens to after she died, which is. N- oh, I thought, no, no. He calls his mom's old voicemail. We hear her outgoing message. And then the rest of the commercial is him leaving a voicemail, thanking oh. her for all of. Oh, she's the not work. dead in that one? she's dead. He's calling her old voicemail line, though. He's calling it to to hear hear her her voice. voice. That's what I meant. So we hear the outgoing message, and then most of it is him reading this thing. That It's this commercial that I feel like has... Larry Fitzgerald is a very likable guy. Um, It's a very touching commercial. But once he gets to that point, it's so clear he's reading a script that, you know, he wrote for this commercial and then he leaves it on his mom's voicemail. And this one feels a little bit more real to me. I like the kind of the crunchy uh, sound of that old voicemail. Assuming I'm right about that. If they invented it, then I guess I'm just a sucker. Um... Leave it there. Sure. Toyota Ice Sculptures. I had the last one here. Kind of a visually interesting um, Toyota commercial where you see a bunch of uh, athletes kind of um, carved into ice sculptures. And then at the very end, we notice that one of them is... Um, well, they're all kind of melting. They're all kind of melting and it looks like tears on right. the face on one of them. And the point is uh, Toyota is trying to sell their uh, hybrid cars and their electric cars because, I mean, it's actually a pretty good message and yeah. it gets, goes straight up political as That's far what as we global need. warming. And, and when I see things like that, it gives me hope because we need companies like Toyota and other giant companies that produce that you know use and produce things that use um a lot of that emission emit a lot of carbon we need them to 
buy into the idea that they can do something to you know slow global warming yeah i'm not i'm kind of skipping it now because i want to move on we have so much to get to today and again it is very visual but it definitely takes a turn at that moment that i didn't think it was going to take i thought it was just again going to be all about like um i don't know somehow connecting their product to adversity and and Mm -hmm. being the very very best and then you realize oh uh this is actually kind of a serious commercial about why we need to rely more on electric vehicles okay are you ready to do some commercials in the news i am Commercials in the news! Dateline Chile. Dateline Chile. Uh, This is from February 7th, so it's a little bit old, but I think I saw it the day after we recorded our show last week. Um, This is about a a new law in Chile, and the, um, the headline is, In Sweeping War on Obesity... Chile slays Tony the Tiger. And it really is a, it is a pretty sweeping law. Uh, Chile, unlike, or, you know, similar to America, is having a major obesity crisis. They went from being, um, in the 1980s, malnutrition was widespread among poor Chileans, especially children. Um, so, in other words, no people weren't getting enough calories. Uh, today, three quarters of adults are overweight or obese. Uh, childhood obesity rates are among the world's highest. Over half of six-year-old children are overweight or obese. Over half of children. And essentially, uh, there's this one senator who's also a doctor. Uh, his name is, sorry, I'm going to be flipping around here. Um, his name is Dr. Gerardo, I think. Uh, yeah, Guido Gerardi. Um, and he is the, he's a senator and he's also a doctor. And he essentially made this his, like, just cause like his life's work to treat sugar food, sugary foods like, like tobacco products. And so now they had to take off all of the characters. You can't have any, you can't market to children. You can't have any like Tony, the tiger, no quicks, you know, rabbit that's on like quicks chocolate syrup. Um, they cannot advertise on television, um, between six they won't be able to advertise between 6 a.m and 10 p.m on radio tv or movie theaters or they can they can't uh advertise on websites or uh aimed at young audiences who's they in this case any sugar related product uh yeah any any junk food basically anything that's deemed and they have to put these big black warning labels like you would see like you would see it in, in you know great britain or something on on cigarette packets um, and of course, the food industry went nuts and tried to sue. It's taken years to do this because, for a while, Chile had a um, a president who was very right wing and didn't want to uh, to implement this. And the, of course, all the food conglomerates tried to sue over it. They tried to do. They it's tried big to, money, man. They did. They tried and they tried to fight back with um, with their own ad campaign. And listen to what happened. Um, so they would. So they would. This AB Chile, which is the industry association there. Uh, did like TV commercials and in one an actress pulls a mound of mints from her pocketbook it's obvious that they are high in sugar she says but I only eat two or three but it prompted a backlash because that's really not the issue it's not like Mm -hmm. mints aren't the issue here Uh, kids are buying too many shirts do they still make shirts so the act this is this like they they don't play in Chile Chilean actor Pablo Schwartz posted a video of himself pondering a mound of white powder and he says, 
Everyone says cocaine is bad, of course, but would you snort a quarter kilo all at once, he asked, <laughs> before inhaling a bump and then adding, it's all about portion. <laughs> wow, he does a bump on t- or like a fake yeah, bump on TV. You could never get away with that no. on American TV. We have a friend who was working, she works in radio, and she wanted to say something about bump on the radio referring to a cocaine and the people she worked for said no that's too familiar it, it sounds like you know say what you're a doing line yeah. of coke that's okay <laughs> say a bump a, of coke and it sounds like you're part coke. of the drug culture yeah <laughs> but the new york times wrote bump good for them yeah um that's really interesting yeah do you think that eventually we'll see that kind of slip into the united states not because of chile i'm sure that's not that's not I, enough. Frankly, it's more likely to go the other way. So the, the conservative president who uh, essentially stonewalled this law from happening for a long time is about to come back into power, I guess, because of their parliamentary uh, system. And he's saying he's going to, quote, take a close look at this law. And I have a feeling it's going to be a very, you know, critical close look. So, I mean, the thing is, there are just too there are too many protections for commercial speech and also too much just sort of naked late you know late capitalist you know ethos here in the states for this to ever go over like people just don't care here the way they do in chile not this draconian although i mean in the past 20 years it's amazing i think how the conversation has turned on soda and like ways to like right now it's mostly a tax thing but i could definitely see some sort of warning labels a de-emphasizing of soda as a beverage as opposed to a sweet treat yeah we have kind of i guess that's the battlefront here right is soda um and cities and and states and things mostly cities mostly you know urban centers like ours in new york and places like that have taken on soda um it would take a true revolution for a, a law this dramatic to take effect here. I mean, it's not even on the table here. That's why I found this so interesting is that from an American perspective, even someone like me who's pro-regulation, anti, you know, the way like anti-marketing sugar to children, like I think there is a real case to be made that we are addicted to sugar and that companies are um, engineering food to effectively like trigger our addictions. I mean, when you read about the like the what the food scientists are doing with flavor blasting, it's really <laughs> like diabolical. I believe all of that, right? Like I'm as I'm as sympathetic an audience as you can get for this kind of thing. And even uh-huh. I read that, and I'm like, oh, that's like awfully intrusive. Really, but it doesn't bother you that we have huge re- regulations on tobacco advertising. No, I mean tobacco. Like if we, if you take. Like, tobacco is only to kill you. It's like a gun to me. Like, there's no sort of, like, safe usage of tobacco. Mm. Um, There's safe usage of food. Yeah, that's true. Hey, guess what, Genevieve? What? It's Quizness time. All right. The best part of this quiz might be its name. Okay. So... I'm calling this quiz <laughs> Every Kiss Begins with J. In honor of Valentine's Day yeah. and the deluge of uh, commercials we see for K Jewelers, right. Zales, Jared. Jared, all these jewelers. All your mall, your, your basic mall trifecta. Um, it, it, 
basic in both senses of the word, I would say. <laughs> in this case. One thing that I've noticed around Valentine's Day that's a little bit interesting about these ads is they start, yeah, to, basic. They start to focus a little bit more on men. Like there are just like these bro hammy. Are, like, we ta- are we going to talk about this bro ham one where it starts with a guy trying to do a trick shot with a basketball? Yeah, and yeah I saw that and today. It causes, we should just talk about that now. Yeah, then. What is it? Um, it co- he's doing, he's like, hanging out with his bros, man. And then he tries to do a trick shot that ends up causing a semi tractor trailer to crash for no reason. You know who it is. It's um I don't know I've never heard of these people before, but I was looking at it today and they're identified. I think there's some sort of like internet jackasses. Oh, no. Like internet they're like jackasses. Yeah, you know, like more and more of these brands are like bringing in internet celebrities yeah. and you and I are old so, so old. we just don't like pay attention to that crap. And also this stuff is just stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's not me being old. That's me just having a sensibility. Yeah. But um because I saw that let me see if i can find i believe that's some some, like stunt internet youtube stunt man yes and it's it's aimed directly at like bros like hey bros make sure that uh you get your uh get your lady something nice i'm looking forward here win valentine's day featuring dude perfect now i don't know what dude perfect is Mm -hmm. but i guarantee you that these guys have some sort of i bet you i won't like it (laughs) yes I guarantee. I don't you, know what it they is. They have a YouTube channel. I guarantee, you, and I won't I respond like to it. it. Yes. So here, let's just play that. This is K Jewelers commercial. Win Valentine's Day featuring Dude Perfect. <laughs> We're Dude Perfect, and this is the No Look Laser Shot. So he blindfolds himself, fires a basketball at a, a like semi. Well, I don't. I can't tell if the semi is like if you if we're supposed to if we're supposed to believe that. The semi is that he doesn't know it's there. Is he trying to do a bang shot off the semi into the hoop or is he trying to get into the hoop? Because all of his dude perfect other dudes are going like, don't, don't do it. Stop. Don't do it. I don't know, man. These dudes aren't perfect. We're dude perfect. And this is the no look laser shot. Yeah. See, they're saying like truck, truck. But for no reason, the truck just drives through this empty lot where they're standing. And And then then it knocks over the the basketball hoop. And then I hate the way I just hate everything about this ad. I hate the way when he's walking into the K Jewelers, he turns around and looks down at the camera and he's just doing this like walk that I find especially awful yeah i hate yeah. every i hate everything in their wearing i hate all those dudes it's not it's not for us but anyway please um, don't ever make me be out there again <laughs> okay sorry i'm sorry i made you watch that um but this is every kiss begins with jay um i am going to i've been i've been combing the um k jewelers the zales all of these websites looking at their various collections okay and i have a list and you have to guess whether or not this is a jewelry collection or a jay-z song all right okay are you ready it sounds easy i'm afraid it might be (laughs) but let's give it a shot okay um so here's my list here the very first one is charmed memories is that a jay-z song or a collection charmed memories i'm gonna Yes, Jay Z song. Tell her everything you oh. her with charmed memories charmed from Hades. Hundreds of charms handcrafted in Italy with collections like open hearts and new Disney Frozen at K. Every kiss begins with K. Yeah, basic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got nine of these, so I'll keep going quickly. Uh, Diamonds in Rhythm. Okay, hopefully that is a Jay Z song. 
this Christmas. Oh no! Loves a gift from K Jewelers. Save are up they to 30% all, on select jewelry. Its continuous motion catches light from every angle. At K, the number one jewelry store in America. I don't know if you caught that, but um, diamonds and rhythm they they have the stone settings kind of on a um, yeah on an like axis moves, so yeah. that it'll jiggle around and move. Wishing on a star. I'm just gonna guess Jay Z again because <laughs> <laughs> you feel like eventually yes. it's gotta be a Jay Z song. Okay, I'm glad I got that one right. But it was more by assuming that you wouldn't put three in a row. <laughs> it sounded plausible as jewelry. <laughs> I'm glad that this is a little bit tougher. That I thought this was gonna be a walk. You can never tell when you're looking at all the mm-hmm. answers. You can't tell if it's tough or not. But we gotta listen to a little bit of it though. That's okay. the that's the rule. Uh-huh. Check. You can catch me on top now. Top now. Playing the club, uh-huh. throwing a shot down, trying to stay above ground. Another round, breaking day in the club. Surrounded by my own thoughts, playing the cup, reminiscing on All right, so that's Wishing on a Star uh, by Jay-Z. Um, I think that is off of... I think that's like an extra track off of the Black Album. Do you care where these songs are coming no, from? No, no one okay, cares. Okay, because I, <laughs> I have a list here. All right, Now and Forever. I'm going to say Jewelry. You're going to say that Now and Forever is a jewelry and not a Jay-Z song. Yeah. K-Jewelers is the only store to bring you the visibly brighter Leo Diamond, Tolkowski, the first ever but ideal But he should really diamond, start looking at these for some song Now ideas. and Forever collection. You'll find all now three and only collection. at K, the number one jewelry store for. Yes. Yeah, Jay-Z could be, maybe he, could just, he gets his inspiration from these commercials. Yeah. Um, Ever Us. Uh, that one I know is jewelry. Presenting the Ever Us Two Stone Diamond Collection. New rings, necklaces, okay, and bracelets. One diamond for your best friend, one diamond for your true love, yeah. for the one woman. I've who's seen the both commercial for that ring. You're both my true love okay, and my best Jay. friend. Yeah. That's why I got to get you the Ever Us. It's got two diamonds, one for each of your personalities. Also, you're sick. <laughs> we need to get you to a hospital. Um, it's fine. It's just there shouldn't be a stigma around it, but you definitely need some mental health care. Um, okay, so you, uh, we have nine of these bad boys. We've gone through five of them so far. You got two wrong, but you're on a real hot streak. You've gotten the last three correct. Okay. How about never change? Oh, this is tricky. It's the never change collection, or it's never change, which is my imitation of Jay-Z, which is really insulting to Jay-Z. I'm going to say Jay-Z. But there should never be a jewelry change. collection called Never Change. The Never Change collection. We, you know what? I have some at the end of this. I'll tell you the ones that I left off because I thought the quiz was going on too <laughs> I like that song. Never Change. This is from the album The Blueprint, the original Blueprint album. Um, okay. Uh, Cashmere Thoughts. Cashmere thoughts. That seems like a very strange jewelry name, so I'm going to say Jay Z again. You don't think it's the Cashmere Thoughts Collection? <laughs> I mean, if like, if like, you know, uh, Ann Taylor wanted to do Cashmere Thoughts, I would be mm-hmm. into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bit weird as a jewelry one. Okay, you got me on that one. Um, so let's see here. So is that four you got right or five now uh i only missed the first two. two. One, two, three, four, five, six. 
You've now gotten that one right. So we're on number eight. Okay. You, there's no way for you to lose now, unfortunately. All right. Unfortunately for me, but I still think we should see this through. Spent a lot of time on this. Is there a collection um, called Guaranteed Winner? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Is that a collection <laughs> or is that a song by Jay-Z? <laughs> Uh, well, since I can't lose, I'm going to say a collection and just fingers crossed that it's a collection. I'm popping on Zales today. Check out that Shaquille O'Neal jewelry line. <laughs> With the Shaquille O'Neal jewelry line, we will be expanding to new I stores. really was thought I was just getting that one right wrong. Here. Shaquille O'Neal, Zales jewelry. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> that is delightful. There must, I mean, maybe not a Jay-Z song, but there must be a... Well, there is a there's a song by I, th- I believe it's the young rapper Aaron Carter called "The Time I Beat Shaq." Oh, another Carter. Yes, Sean Carter, Aaron Carter. All right, last one here. Um, Forever Young. Oh, that's got to be jewelry. The or, Forever Young collection. Oh no, I, I stand collect. I stand corrected. I think that's a Jay Z song. Or is it a jewelry collection? No, I'm going to say uh, Jay Z. God damn. I feel like I got the rhythm of it. The rhythm in diamonds. You got the eventually. rhythm in diamonds. I know. That's a bummer because I, I really thought, oh, we might have a barn burner here. But you only <laughs> missed the first two and then you got the... Uh, the next seven correct. Yeah. So I think the good news is that means I can make it tougher next time, right? Yeah. No, that was a good. That was definitely a good quiz. Such a great sample. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Some of the ones that I left on the table, Diamond is Forever. These are all Jay-Z songs, by the way. Okay. Allure. As One. Oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah. These would have, some of these were Dang hard. It. would have been harder. Dang yeah. it. Uh, Cashmere Thoughts. I, I, I replaced Cashmere Thoughts with As One, I think. Young Forever. Oh, this is what we're listening to now. That, uh, what More Can I Say? I think you know that song. But could you hear a What More Can I Say collection? Uh, that's it's a, a little bit of a mouthful. Well, it's also like, what did you do? <laughs> What more can I say? I am very sorry I slept with your cousin. And Celebration. Would you have been stumped on the Celebration Celebration would have been tricky, yeah. I could could totally see uh, there being like a Celebration collection. Dang it. All right. I'll just cut this out of the show. No, those were Uh, good, though. It was a great idea. It was a great idea. It just wasn't implemented well. No, I'm just very good. (laughs) All right. Let's check in with the Ad Council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind All right, you run this town, as Jay-Z might say. What do we got? Uh, all right, well, let's start off with an email from listener Bet. Uh, sh- this is just something she's been noticing, and, gave it, and she says, I gave this commercial a hard eye roll um, because it kind of goes back to the man-baby thing. So this is a commercial for Farm Rich. It's uh, What you're hearing is... A sort of schlubby husband at the grocery store, um, essentially over narrating uh, and on the phone with his wife and then narrating his experience, trying to find all the things that his the wife, which he calls her the wife. He's narrating this to us. It's a combination of like him talking on the phone and then talking to other people in the store and various people that he encounters like about his travails of trying to get 
find something at the grocery store that his wife sent him out to get. But it's for the like for the game to watch the big game. Okay, so it's called Game Time Dad's List. I'm not gonna forget anything. Yes, I did leave the keys in the car. What is this word that starts with a V? Vegetables. What for? Coriander. Is that a Swedish band? What food group would you put pork rinds in? You know, the wife actually put salsa on the list, but I prefer merengue. Oh. What aisle is that on? Seriously, I couldn't find it. What happened? There are lots of questions out there. I don't know, honestly. What to serve at game time should never be one of them. Real life calls for real snacks. This farm rich. It's real life good. Yes! So this makes me mad in a number of ways. And I, uh, first of all, Bet, thank you for sending that in. I had never seen it. Uh, I also had never heard of farm rich, but they're basically frozen food snacks, which okay. we do eat a fair amount of for game so that we watch. Um, I, That's on my dad's list for game day. <laughs> yeah, I, t- but I bet I totally agree with you. And I think it's a shame because the the guy is played as a total dummy who doesn't know how to go to a grocery store, evidently. And I hate anything that anyone thing that involves the phrase the wife. Mm-hmm. But what I think is really a shame about it is that his performance is not bad. Like he's kind of a good commercial actor. You think so? I find him irritating. I find not just the character. I find the acting a little. Well, still I think good. it's the writing. I think mm-hmm. he's actually not. I don't think he's the problem. I think the writing is the problem. Also, he's like dramatically out of alignment in attractiveness with with his wife. Yes. Not that not that you could never have that, but like, come on. Um, I mean, he looks like Howie Mandel for Christ's sake. That's what he looks like. Yeah, um, the poor man's Howie Mandel. Oh, Wrap your head poor. around that. Um, so I wish that that I, like I wish that because there's an ad that I love, which is where the guy goes to the store and comes back and he pulls out all the things that he's gotten for his wife's recipe. And oh yeah, he pulls it's out like charming. Yeah, he pulls out like um, it's a Campbell soup commercial. It's for Campbell soup because they end up just having soup, but he pulls out like. He says she he says parsley and she goes cilantro and then he pulls out something else and it's like not what she was what she'd asked for and then he finally pulls out some celery and he goes toothpicks like acknowledging that like yeah I obviously I did not do a very good job here right um, and then they share a, a cup of pre-made Campbell soup together I think that's the way you can handle people getting the wrong thing at the store for you without having the guy be a total just stone cold moron yeah do you want to listen to that commercial this is one of those real real life uh commercials parsley cilantro spinach basil toothpicks <laughs> you can it's funny because they're both in on the joke yeah. like him he, he him, knows the carrots aren't toothpicks he, yes it. exactly him poking fun at himself and then they give each other this look that is both like a little eye rolly but very loving there's yes. a lot of love in that 15 seconds i would say campbell's this fucking campaign I is know. good man god bless you campbell's i actually you know what for a second there i got him confused i do like this campaign but i also like that campaign that um our friend cat was on the show she didn't like because of all the mouth noise in it but what is that that's, that's like progresso the progresso boy both of these soup companies yeah, i feel like in, in pre-made food companies are uh, are killing it um all right so this next one is from our chief marketing officer taylor Taylor. Uh, Taylor. And uh, last year she sent us, I guess this is kind of a thing. Um, in During the Super Bowl last year, there was a local ad. Sometimes this will happen, right? Like a local company will spend enough money to show their advertisement during the Super Bowl, but only in their local market. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, last year we got Mike Tyson in a plumbing ad. And this year we got this. Um, and this is what this is, is a Cypress Air, which is not an airline, 
it is a like a heating and air conditioning company, like oh, a local okay. heating and air condi- uh, conditioning company. Um, and I guess that because there, there are a few of these online, they have an actor who does a pretty good Donald Trump, like kind of almost like is it James Adomian who does a really good Trump or somebody who's doing that president show. Anyway, it's better than Baldwin's. Um, so in this one, so they, they have Trump, like a fake Trump that like does these ads. So this year they got Kirk Cousins uh, to also the football player to be in this ad with Trump. And this is a minute and 30 second version. Okay. I can't find the 30 second version. It's been stripped out of YouTube. And it's like, if you go to find it, it says it's no longer available. I don't know why the 30 second version is gone. So just, you can just play the first 30 seconds of this. You'll get the gist. Okay. And this just aired in, we think the DC area, right? Yes. And it's, there's this actor who's dressed like Trump with the hair and everything is standing in front of what I think is the real White House. Only they, it looks like they've superimposed black smoke coming out of the chimney. Which is germane to the story of the ad. Okay. Melania did not kick me out of the White House for installing coal-burning fireplaces. Fake news. Mr. President, (laughs) why are you throwing balls at my face, Kurt Cousins? It's Kirk. That's what I said, Kurt. (laughs) Never mind. I just saw your tweet. You look pretty upset. Well, you read my defense perfectly. Melania says these old-school fireplaces are dirty, and I'm turning the White House into an asshole. Forget the mess, Mr. President. Just come with me. Clean, efficient, natural gas fireplaces from gas. This got me hooked. I don't want to stop it. Do I want to see what deals. else he says. Teals up to eighty percent right? off for President's the Day. Installed joke in really less than a week. That's Wait what a I said. Curd. I'm the president. Eighty percent. That's almost as high as my approval rating. Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> you know what? I know deals. This is a tremendous deal. I got to tweet this. Forget Twitter. Just go to gasfireplaces.com. Cypress Air is the best. Sneaky One Alex week later. stole your job, so I'm making you Secretary of Offense now. Prepare for fire and fury. And he's trying to hit the button on his desk. Big red button. Kurt Kurt Cousin was trying to Kurt Cousins was trying to keep him from <laughs> like pushing that, the big Kurt red Cousins. button, like but that? it just powered up the fireplace. Mr. President, that's my line. No, you've been trumped. You know what I do like? Gas fireplaces from gasfireplaces.com. Excuse me, excuse me. Only I get to talk directly to the camera. Gas fireplaces from gasfireplaces.com. The best. Big league. <laughs> does a really great job. Unfortunately, it looks like there's something going on with the... Um, Taylor sent us an article about this with the background, too, but for some reason that website won't load. I wonder if there's something going on with the Washingtonian right now, but... I believe what that article is about, and I, I kind of glanced at it, uh, Kirk Cousins had some sort of, like, um, I think he maybe, like, had there's something that happened with him and, and football, like, right before the ad had to be filmed. Like, he, I don't know if he was, like, traded to another team or what the deal was with him, but, like, um, I don't really follow him. He's, like, um, he's not going to be with the, the R words again this year, but they don't know where he's going to end Maybe up that's right what now. happened. Yeah. Maybe there was some switch, some switcheroo with his mm-hmm. career, and I think it kind of, like, changed up maybe some of the writing that was in the ad. A lot of people really hoping he goes to the Browns, but... Uh, a lot of people thinking he doesn't want to go to the Browns. Yeah. Do they have an O-line to protect him? Uh, anyway, I see this next email you have here says, I need help getting the file loaded. So we have did, not gotten the file loaded. You did not help loaded. me with that. Where, where Should we just <laughs> skip that one for next week since we're... What time is it? Oh, we're not, we're not going that long. Yeah. Should we just keep keep on rolling while I try to get this file loaded? Sure. <laughs> Sorry. This will be weird. This would have been helpful if I told you this in advance. Um, this is from listener Bree. 
um, there is a an ad for a local law firm in Denver. You know, sort of the like uh, classic uh, personal injury kind of law yeah. law firm in Denver, and um, it's for a um, it's for a, a law firm by a law a lawyer named Paul Wilkinson. Uh-huh. Um, but he is his whole ad campaign is call Paul. And she says even that his his logo is sort of evokes oh, or invokes Better Call Saul. Better Call and Saul. And even his logo, which is like these very sh- like like these uh, sort of like mountainy looking lines, uh-huh. kind of is a little reminiscent, although not tremendously so. It's a little reminiscent of the the Saul's uh, first law firm that he that he forms when he's Better doing Call that Saul. painting on the yeah, wall, exactly. right with the with the masking tape very precise it's a big part of season one i think right and i have i have this thing loaded here too okay so um it's very it's very quiet because she had to tape it off of her tv so you may want to boost the sound there all right getting the runaround no one returning your calls giving your case the attention it deserves is our top priority when you call we'll tell you exactly what's going on with your case i guarantee it i do one thing car accident cases big or small and I do it well. Thousands of cases, tens of millions of dollars recovered. Make one call to Paul. Call attorney Paul Wilkinson, the car wreck specialist, at 303-333-PAUL or visit callpaul.com. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's kind of a I think it's kind of a on the bubble there like I think coincidence. But it would be it's pretty hard to be Paul Wilkinson and not be aware of Better Call Saul, right? I guess, but it also just rhymes, call Paul. That's true. It's not Better Call Paul. I wish it was Better Call Paul. Yeah, if he had like a bunch of... um, Remember in LA, they actually had Better Call Saul uh, bus stop benches that were branded just like his law firm is branded. But advertising for the show, but it looked like it was advertising for the law firm. Yeah, Yeah, that was was pretty cool. That was pretty great. Um, And I think we might have one more here. By the way, high five on both of us just scrambling there. Didn't stop the tape, everybody. No. That was us, us both like communicating with our eyes while talking to you to get that done. Yeah, a pro, you know, a less professional outfit might have stopped down, done some editing, not, not us. Not congratulated themselves not, afterwards. Not congratulated themselves on air. Oh, man, I'm going to start teaching a podcasting school <laughs> if anybody would like to um, sign up for that. Uh, Genevieve, good news, though. It's jingle time. It's jingle time. Why are you so sad? Oh, it's not sad. It's contemplative. It's contemplative. <laughs> it's like um, it's sensuous. Sit, Ubu. Sit. <laughs> Good, Good dog. dog. Um, all right, we do have a couple of jingles. It is jingle time. In fact, uh, the first one is from listener Bill. Um, and this is kind of an oldie, but a goodie. Hey, guys, it's Bill in Toronto. How you doing? Happy New Year, by the way. And I'm surprised you haven't heard this uh, little ditty yet. I'm surprised it hasn't come up. And when you look it online, you're going to find several different versions. But here's mine. Who walks the stair without the care? It shoots so high in the sky. Bounce up and down just like a clown. Everyone knows it's Linky. The best present yet to give or get. The kids will long want to try. The kids of the day when you're ready to play. Everyone knows it's Linky. It's Linky. Slinky, the funnest, the best of the toys. It's Slinky, it's Slinky, the favorite of girls and boys. And you'll find lots of different variations on that. I'll be listening, and again, Happy New Year. Bye. 
Yeah, you know, I did not grow up. I mean, I am familiar with that Slinky ad because it is so iconic. But I actually don't know that that was in rotation even by the time I was a kid in in the eighties. I could be wrong about that. I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to make Bill seem old or anything like this. The the link you have here is for a, a commercial from the 1960s. Yes, and Bill's right. There are a ton of versions of that that use the basic tune with similar lyrics, but this one I think is maybe the original one from his memory, and this is from this is identified as being from the 60s. Who wants to stay without a care? She's so high in the sky. Don't up and down just like a clown. Everyone knows it's slinky. The best present yet to give or get. The kids will all want to try. The hit of the day when you're ready to play. Everyone knows it's slinky. It's slinky. It's slinky. For fun is the best of the toys. It's slinky. It's slinky. The favorite of girls and boys. And look at these. Here are some more wonderful slinky toys. Here is a slinky hippo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you get this far in the commercial before? No, I only made sure it was the right lyric. That's funny. Slinky apparently just took their brand and then branched out and created like these kind of animals that incorporate slinkies in them. Isn't there Even an animal? The isn't there one of the toys in Toy Story that's like a wiener dog that has a slinky tummy? Maybe. I've never seen that movie. I think there is. Um, yeah, that's a that slinky had a great had a great little tune with that now you know what i think of right away immediately it's, oh sure the parody of that so i didn't grow up with that commercial so much as i grew up with the ren and stimpy uh fake commercial for a product called log which was sung to i think the same tune or very or similar, very similar. Yeah. hey kid you want a toy uh-huh uh-huh how about a bike no A video game. No! Well, okay. You pick a toy. Hmm, I want... Log! Boy, oh boy! Yes, Log. All kids love Log. What rolls past stairs, a motor and pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. Wait for a snack, it's on your back. It's I never sat through an entire episode of Run and Stimpy, and even to me, that is instantly familiar yeah you know what the funny thing is is like Ren and Stimpy was on the cutting edge of kind of like I guess you would call them like alternative cartoons that started to pop up in the 90s um cartoons that would be more made for adults or maybe teenagers than little kids and obviously that has come so far in the 20 years 20 however many years since then um but like even like Rick but and Morty the rhythm, owes them a debt. Yeah, but the rhythm on this is still weird. Yeah, like the beginning. I it's would so think slow. That like, it's so slow and weird at the beginning of it. It's like such a small thing as rhythm, but like 
even by 2018 standards, that's still weird. And yeah. that's like their, that's like their, what? That's their, that was their most mainstream I want to hold hit. your hand, yeah, you know, like their most mainstream thing. And do we have one more? Um, yes. Jingle? This is what I want to go out with. And I might even oh, ask, yeah. I might even request that we let this music be our outro music today. This is from, uh, actually, she didn't identify herself. So this is from Mystery Listener, uh, but it's a, it's a jingle submission. Hi. Um, I hope you guys are still taking jingle submissions because, uh, boy, is this embarrassing if you're not. But the other day, I was driving home from a awful work conference. It was super late. And I drive past a Models sporting goods store. And completely out of nowhere, I find myself singing. Gotta go to Moe's. Gotta go to Models. Gotta go to Moe's. Models! <laughs> I just burst into my head, was stuck in my head for the rest of the night. Um... So there you go. That is my contribution to the jingles, I guess. Thank you guys so much. I really love the show. Now, did, did you know that Mo's Modell's theme? No, um, uh, we didn't. I don't think we had Modell's around us growing up yeah. because I had never heard of them until I moved. I think to the East Coast. I grew up in Ohio, but the funny thing is, is like I grew up in Cleveland, right? Maybe that's why you didn't grow yeah, up. Yeah, and I'm wondering <laughs> if after Art Modell, because if, for those who don't know, Art Modell. Uh, who is like a member of the Models family owned the Cleveland Browns and then um, tragically just sold the Cleveland Browns. Or I guess he didn't sell them. He moved the Cleveland Browns out of Cleveland and moved them. <clears throat> Sorry, I get emotional talking about it. He moved into Baltimore <laughs> and they became the Ravens. And, and Cleveland was out of without a football team for I want to say four years, ninety five to uh, ninety nine or something like or that. Or arguably so, still today. You know what? <laughs> you know what? That's not cool. Um, you we wait. can say that. You, you. I guess you do. You have one brown shirt, right? I so do. I guess that makes that is more wins than they had last season. So one, I guess you can right. say that. Um, it's but no. I, it's funny. I wonder if. But the thing is, I grew up in Cleveland while the Browns were still kind of big there, and I still didn't remember any Models sporting goods. So there's yeah. a chance that it was just like in different parts of the country. It wasn't something I grew up with. I don't know that they weren't. In the South, just they might have just been a business that I didn't frequent, but I definitely became aware of them when I lived in New England. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know that song, um, and so I found this, uh, you know, the the version of the jingle here. And this is funny; it's not even a commercial. You it's just, just found the jingle. Somebody just posted the Models music jingle. Uh, like it looks like a corporate company did because it's got a backdrop that says. It's got like the is that the creative company there? I assume Admin, so. Admin, maybe not. All right, let's take a listen. Oh, God, that's awful. I would love to know if this is the one that the caller was thinking of. But you got to hear these sweet guitar licks at the end. Actually, maybe it's the sweet saxophone lick. There's also a Spanish version, I see. Like a Spanish influence music. Oh, oh! I wonder if it's the same music and they just say it in in, in Espanol. In, in, in Espanol. Are we playing this whole thing? Does it come back? To the I, I, I said I wanted to go out on this music. Right. 
Oh, instead of our usual yeah. outro music? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then if that's the case, then I better stop it. And go. Uh, by the way, I don't think that uh, Admen, I think that's actually Admen Incorporated. I think that that is probably some other commercial enthusiasts who oh. have a, uh, a YouTube channel. We should check it out later. We actually. should. And then get in a fight with them. I shouldn't even say this, but do you see that? So Adweek has a podcast now. Have we talked about that no. on the show? Yeah. Didn't we write to them yes. and say, hey, we should we be We pathetically your... asked them to sponsor our podcast. I guess they are like real. Well, didn't we We're even say. Real? Didn't we even offer to like say, hey, like how about we just brand with you or something like that? Yeah. But I guess I, they have like actual commercial journalists and people who probably like maybe came up through the creative side of things. Who knows? <laughs> You and I are just two idiots How's who watch not real? too much TV. I'm too real. I'm too real for Ad Week. That's my problem. All right. Well, then I guess uh, we're going to do a little swap, swaparoo. We're going to get out of our usual um, <laughs> habit today and go out with this. All right, we only have uh, like 30 seconds of this, so we got to uh, get out of here. Go to yeah. our Facebook group. Join the group. Call Email us at after these messages show at Gmail. And call us phone at number. 607-444-5597. We're running out of music. We got to go. Genevieve, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Olympics. And we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. <laughs>